Welcome, welcome to Poetry, where creativity speaks. Poetry was born out of a desire to provide a platform for local artists, creatives, and entrepreneurs to come and talk about their craft with the District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia audience. Over the course of the program, you will hear from poets, singers, actors, dancers, musicians, comedians, and more. Occasionally, you will get advice from business and financial experts, dating and marriage coaches, as well as a local chef who will bring you quick and delicious recipes, especially for the cooking challenged. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your new favorite podcast. I am Candy B. I'm your host, and I am an aspiring actress, voiceover artist, fashion designer, entrepreneur, and author. And I am so excited to explore the local artistry with you. Kennard? This is Kennard Cherry. I am a producer, multi-instrumentalist, and business owner for the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. And just like Candy said, I look forward to exploring the local artistry with you. And now we're going to start out with Kennard. He's going to uh, read for us his morning inspiration. The title of today's inspiration is The Right Time. How often do we say that we are waiting on the right time to get started with something? I know that I've said that on numerous occasions, and that right time never seemed to present itself. I remember in 2013 when I initially thought about going into the symbol business, I kept telling myself that I would get started when I have all of my ducks in a row. Next thing I knew, it was a year later and nothing moved from that initial thought of going into business to actually being in business. Then it occurred to me that if I wanted to get all of my ducks in a row, I first have to get the first duck to begin lining things up. My first action was to study my competition to fully understand the market that I was getting into. After that, things fell into place from understanding my niche in the market to building relationships with symbol makers to placing my first order to get the product in my hands. Once the first action is taken, the momentum is established and your dreams will manifest. What's your first action? Peace, love, and abundance. Folks, today we're going to be joined by my girl and guest host, Sean Shears. Sean is a full-time mom and IT specialist, an inspiring executive coach who spends her playtime journaling, meditating, and biking, but not all at the same time. Sean loves improv comedy and community building, and she's going to read a poem for us. Sean? I wonder if I know enough to know what it's really like to have been here. Have I seen sights enough to give seeing over? The clouds, I've waited with white October clouds like these this afternoon often before and taken them in, but white cl clouds shade other white ones gray. Had I noticed that? And though I've followed the leaves of many falls, have I spent time with the wire vines left when frost's red dye strips the leaves away? Is more missing than was never enough? I'm sure many of love's kinds absolve and heal, but were they passing rapids or welling stirs? I suppose I haven't done and seen enough yet to go. And anyway, it may be way on on the way before one picks up the track of the sufficient, the world round reach, spirit deep, easing and all, not just mind answering itself, but mind and things apprehended at once as one, all giving all way, 
not a scrap of question holding back. So Sean, what about that poem spoke to you? To me, the poem speaks to the fact that our time here is finite. And, um, you know, are we even really taking in the details uh, as we pass through our experiences? So that's, that's kind of what it spoke to me about. Yeah, I got that too. And um, I, like you said, what are we doing while we're here? And with the time that we have left, what do we want to do? Mm-hmm. How do we want to experience this journey called life? Mm-hmm. Was, there's one part I'm still thinking about. Um, it's towards the middle of the end in regard to like not enough time or not enough space or something like that. Which part was that? Because that, that's the one that spoke to me the most. I wanted to ask a question about that one. Uh, I think this is the one where something is missing that was never enough. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, normally I'm a visual course when you're reading so visualizing as you're reading but that one just kind of like a called a mind explosion <laughs> trying to really put it in perspective and it's something that I can really relate to it mm-hmm. it's almost feeling like it's enough time but feel like it's not but we always feel like we're running out of time as we just you know be, become for me just being present to um, to what's available now for instance, um, as you mentioned that, I'm thinking of parenting, you know, mm-hmm. the love that we have for a child or maybe the love we have for a significant other. Yeah. You know, is it ever enough? Maybe there are gaps there that we should pay attention to and try to fill while we have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I definitely relate to that. And with that example, I think checking in with the person doesn't hurt to say, you know, how are things going? Is this, is this working for you? Now, with a child, it would be a little bit different, but... And the same concept. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Candy, well, well, we have a guest today, and I want you to go ahead and introduce her. I don't want to spoil it, so should I go ahead and say her name, or you want to do that? You can say your name. Okay. Alice Giroux. Awesome. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Alice, for being here today. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm Absolutely. glad to be here. Okay, so I, I just, I'm going to start off with this question when you were five years old what was it that you wanted to do and are you living the life that you kind of imagined for yourself that's a great question um when i was five years old i wanted to be an artist Hmm. however life took me in a different direction teaching children um and i also worked in the fitness industry for some time however Mm -hmm. i am currently in the process of recapturing um that dream of moving into um, content creation Mm. um, and some actual um, painting that I was interested in when I was five years old. Awesome. I love that. So many of us get so far away from Mm -hmm. what we wanted to do as children. We think it's not available to us. And now, you know, it's it's so great that you're you're getting reconnected to that. Yeah. And you're doing it. So what is that? What form is that taking? Um, it's a slow, it's been a slow process. And actually, it started this year where um, just I decided to begin to redirect myself into doing what I've always wanted to do instead of what I was always told I should do. Um, I think many of us often get caught up in defining ourselves based on how others see us. And so it takes, unfortunately, often many, many years to go back to what's truly in your heart. So it's taken some time. Mm-hmm. 
And is that kind of what you're doing and in, in why you wrote the Proverbs 31 Woman? That's definitely a part of it, mm-hmm. of um, just taking myself through a journey of identifying who am I, really peeling off the layers of um, how others have defined me and becoming who I really am. And, and walk us through, um, tell us more about the, the Proverbs 31 Woman and if we want to be one, how do we do that? How do we become that? Well, it started for me when I was in my earlier 20s. Um, I was very lost and confused uh, without direction. I wasn't sure um, what to do with myself, what direction to take, what to pursue. And so as a result, um, I basically flowed where wherever the wind took me. And as a result, I was unproductive. I never got anything done. I was miserable. Um, and so eventually what the initial start of it was coming to Christ, accepting Christ and, um, slowly reading the Bible. And then I discovered this story about the Proverbs 31 woman. And as I read the story, I was very blown away by the story. I mean, it really just came alive where she was this woman that was productive. She had purpose and meaning in her life. She was at peace And um, as a result, I began to um, take the scriptures and simplify it so that I could understand it better. And slowly throughout the years, I it was my pursuit to become her, to identify what my purpose was, to become more productive. And so as a result, my heart is to help other women do the same. That's awesome. So what would you suggest that someone do who wants to kind of follow in those footsteps? Um, well, I would say identifying what your strengths are. What are those things that um, really matter most to you? And it, that could take some time. It's definitely not a one-time event. That's a process that could take a little time. Um, and um, also, as I talked about earlier, peeling away those layers of how others have defined you. Um, that takes some time of becoming more honest with yourself of who are you really, what is it that you really, really want to do, and not what others, not what others expect of you. So that takes a little time. So do you think that, um, obviously, reading the Bible, right, mm-hmm. and yes. then journaling? Journaling mm-hmm. is a great mm-hmm. process as well. Um, and then also, I think, seeking someone identifying those that know you oftentimes um, our gifts are right under our nose so we tend to overlook them so I think it's important to also seek out people that know you that can probably help you throughout that process that can point out hey you're really good at this and this other thing maybe you're not so good at I love that you said that because I think oftentimes we we are aware of of what will seem obvious to someone else about what we're good at right so it's great that you that you say that. And I actually have uh, read that before. That's good advice. Um, So I know that's part of your mission is to uh, encourage women and Mm -hmm. to get them to go after their dreams and and seek their purpose. Do you Mm -hmm. have um, other workshops or other things that you have going on? And and how are you pouring into women these days since since you discovered your purpose? What's really been big on my heart recently is helping women to find peace in their lives. I think, um, especially now in our culture where people are really struggling through adversity and facing challenges. And um, I think um, it's important for us to recognize that we need help, 
that oftentimes we can't go through adversity and challenges alone. So identifying someone that could help us, whether it be a confidant, um, maybe even seeking counseling if necessary, and also reconnecting ourselves with God is is really the first point. Um, Connecting with God, prayer, daily prayer is very, very important. I'm a big proponent of that, um, where it's kind of like a tree, where we are the branches and we have to stay connected to our source. So if a branch breaks off of the tree, the branch falls down to the ground and it withers away. So again, you have to stay connected to your source, our source being God, so that we can get the nutrients that we need to make it through each day. Absolutely. And then how are you pouring into people um, like these days? Like Well, I offer workshops online. Um, I do it through books and through online workshops through the 31woman.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I understand that you brought a book today. Um, It's not the Proverbs 31. It's the the Bloom. Design to Bloom. Design to Bloom. I love that title. Thank you. Would you like to read from it right now? Sure, sure. Well, actually, I um, it's a poem that I okay. have that I'd like to share. Okay, um, great. But the book is basically about um, teaching women how to organize their lives around peace, purpose, and mm. productivity. Wonderful. And um, this particular poem um, is called I See You. This was a time when I was lost and um, not really feeling like I had any worth as a woman. And through prayer... Um, these words came to me, and so I took a pen and paper and wrote it down, and so this is the poem, I See You. I see you as exquisite, beautifully made and intricately designed, having many complexly arranged elements. Consisting of various interconnected parts, I've created you as a nurturer and a communicator. You are relational and loyal with the inner strength to endure all. I have given you the desire to be pursued and loved. You are made in my likeness, no mistake at all. You exude a mystery, a certain hiddenness that cannot be fully understood unless pursued with sacrificial effort. I executed an elaborate design in forming your body with attention to detail and fine beauty, acutely discriminating you from your male counterparts. Your curves, soft voice, gentle hands, and delicate heart are an expression of my majesty and my love for splendor and tenderness. Your beauty is a display of my glory. Your magnificence brings all of creation to perfection. You are an expression and an extension of myself. You, my darling woman, are evidence that I exist. If only you would see yourself as I see you. I love that. Thank you. That's powerful. Thank you. And it's powerful for women and for girls and for others too. Yeah. It's important for us to... And, you know, I think we're often trying to define ourselves based on how culture sees us and always trying to meet this false standard of mm-hmm. beauty, unfortunately. And um, I think it's important for us to reconnect ourselves with our source to be reminded of who we really are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, men need to read that book as well. I'm just listening to it because my dad is um, 
my dad is a pastor cherry so it's a thing where he would always say proverbs is a book to teach you how to live you know, according to the things that we learn in the rest of the bible but also psalms um talks about salvation but also listening to some of the things that you shared um i guess with the content of the book some of the things i looked up men need to read it as well so they can understand it's like they're not alone either like it's a thing to really understand the woman and understand her essence and things about this the, the thoughts that go through and some of the the human the human part of things right. and that's the part that sometimes even when i was married now but when i was single it was like it was kind of a struggle just to be by myself just kind of looking like man am i gonna find the right one but also it took me to reconnect on another level with source like you're saying, I literally thought it. Then you said source. Went, oh, there it is. <laughs> so that's very that's very important. So I just want to definitely commend you on sharing yourself in you know in the form of writing because that's you put yourself out there, you know. And so I just want to just acknowledge that. Thank you, thank you. And along with that, with the writing, um, when you were first writing, when did you decide that you were going to write a book and then put yourself out there? How did you come to that decision? Um, well, when I first discovered the story of the Proverbs 30 woman, woman, at that point, I was so excited about it. I decided, you know, I have to write this down. I had never written a book, um, but I said, I have to share this with women. No one knows about this woman. However, it took me years to actually sit down and write the book because I, I had such um, I lacked a lot of self-confidence. So it took me some time to actually get started. So I actually wrote the first book about 10 years ago. Wow. So because this program is also to encourage others who might be in the same position, you it took you 10 years to write it. Then how did you go about like getting it out there, finding an agent and, and getting your work out there and promoting yourself? Well, my book is self-published, okay. and um, so there are many print-on-demand services online where you can simply go to um, to a platform that offers the service. Uh, many of them, you don't have to put up any initial investment. You just upload your work, and it'll be printed out, and it's just that easy. It's not hard at all. So you don't have to really know an agent. You can have a story, and we all have our own story that we could share and bless someone with. Absolutely. And you can actually get it done probably within a week or two, actually, with the process of actually just self-publishing. That's encouraging. Mm -hmm. And then, but well, how did you get your book out there? And you have a website and you have workshops. Like, how did you do that part? Right. Well, it's it was a slow process. Mm -hmm. um, it's, of course, getting an online presence through social media platforms, um, also always going out there, networking with with people. Um, every month I'll try to go to at least one or two networking um, events to be able to meet people and develop relationships, of course. And through word of mouth, people come to find out about your information. And then you have to, of course, push out yourself getting opportunities to speak and to share your book with others as well. So I think word of mouth is probably the biggest one, but also an online presence is important, is important as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I, I agree with you because my personal belief is that each and every one of, one of us has a book, mm -hmm. a business and a nonprofit inside of us waiting to be birthed. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> it's agree. just a matter of us, you know, saying that, okay, we're going to do it. Yep. You know, and just getting the resources, you know, finding people who've already done it, you know, like you've done it, and um, connecting with that person or people. Right. And 
and just doing some work each and every day towards that goal. Right. So thank you for that. Um, I, I'm always curious about people who are doing this in this area and what you think about being successful in the DMV with uh, writing and um, being published and speaking. Um, I understand you're, you're also an educator, you're a teacher. I am, I am. Um, I'm from Texas originally. Um, I've been here for about eight years. And mm -hmm. what I love about um, being here, and I was able to contrast it with being in the South, um, I've recognized that people are a lot more helpful here in terms of our community, I've found. Um, to connect you with other people. And if you're missing resources, people are much more helpful and willing to offer their resources to help you to get to where you want to be. So I think relationship is mm -hmm. probably the biggest part that's important in getting to where you want to be to achieving success because we definitely can't do it in isolation. I think we've all been designed for a community. So relationship is number one. It's key. Right. And and I've heard a lot of people say that they have a mentor or a coach. Did you have that or are you just just the relationships is what helped you? Um, relationships. And also I do invest in coaches. I'm really big on okay. investing in coaches, um, business coaches. Um, and you have all kinds of coaches nowadays, right. whatever it yeah. is that you're looking for, whether it's a spiritual coach, business coach, um, fitness coach. Um, but I've invested in business coaches. Um, I would say also my pastors at church have been huge in helping me to move forward and being motivated and um, gaining confidence as well and prayer. Yes. Yeah. I um, am glad you said that because a lot of times, like for instance, if someone goes to your site, they see your picture, they see your books out there, they see, you know, these workshops you've done and they think, oh, she just did it like that. Mm. But that's not the case. There's no. there's a whole you know series of, of work that you've done. You you said you've invested in business coaches. So just to encourage people that no, it's not an overnight thing. It's not bada bing bada boom. You know, all of a sudden right. you're a published author and you're out there and everything. It takes work and it takes help. Right, right. So you have to take one small step each day. Mm -hmm. Small incremental steps. It's never a, a one-time event as much as we love to get something done overnight. Um, but it's a process and it's learning to be patient with the process, respect the process. Exactly. And, yeah, it's, it takes some time to do. And, and not to be afraid of, afraid of failure because that's right. where you, you grow. Exactly. Right? Being willing to take a risk. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So what can we look forward to from you in 2019? In 2019, um, I plan on offering more workshops to women. Um, I'm still in the process of formulating what the content will be, but it will still focus on having peace and purpose in our lives, since that's something that I really enjoy teaching and women um, seem to really be in need in terms of identifying and finding ways to gain more peace and increase peace in their lives. Um, so I'll offer more online workshops and also I teach children. So that's something that I do on the side, teaching children with autism. And um, so I'm looking to offer more opportunities to um, find more parents that are looking for additional help in uh, for those that have children with autism, those that are looking for help that I'm looking for opportunities to be able to help families. That's wonderful because well. that's a great community to serve. Yeah. 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 And I understand that you take on a new project every six months. 
Yes, I do. So, and what, I do. Which, what are you working on right now? Learning Spanish. Oh, oh wonderful. Habla espanol. Si. It's a work in progress. <laughs> sure. Are you um, going to class? Are you doing a meetup? How are you doing it? Well, I'm not doing a meetup. I do an app called Mango online. So when I'm going oh. back and forth driving, mm-hmm. I pull it up on my phone. Okay. And I also watch Spanish shows every day on oh, good for you. online. And um, I try to immerse myself in it. And then my radio stays on Spanish. Oh. Oh, daily. Good. That's excellent. Daily. Yeah. Excellent. Speaking of Spanish, have you seen um, uh, was it Celia Cruz? The documentary they had. It's like a seventy episode. I saw like about. I saw a few episodes, but yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I learned yeah. a lot just by watching that. You know, the, just the, some of the language. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds good. I love her music. Um. So, what's your dream assignment? Like, and with that, what are your top three things on your bucket list? Hmm, a dream assignment. Um, one of them is working with families um, living with autism. Um, as a mental health counselor, I'm currently in, in a master's program working on that for mental health counseling. Um, so my hope is to open up a private practice and working with families. I've also hoped to work with married couples, although I'm single at this point. But I have a love for helping married couples. That's great. As well. I need it. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, that's probably the biggest one. Okay. Um, the second one is um, probably, I'm not sure if it's going to be a nonprofit at this point, but um, also offering a nonprofit for children with autism. Um, providing um, opportunities for them to move where it's more of a fitness-based type program and also behavior management as well. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So you've got your books, you're going to have a business, and you're going to have your nonprofit. There you go, right there. Bam, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else on the bucket list? Like, oh, I will say those are the first, those are the top two for myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Getting married? Getting married? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, definitely yeah. on the list. That's it. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alice, thanks so much for coming by and, and sharing your your life and your work with us. Um, how can people connect with you? Well, people can connect with me at the31woman.com. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Folks, you've been listening to educator, writer, speaker, Alice Giraud. 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 <laughs> Author of the Proverbs 31 Woman and Designed to Bloom. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, To provide feedback, send an email to ilovepoetry at poetry.net. And be sure to connect with us um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube at I Love Poetry. À la prochaine, mes amis.